Welcome back to Spiritual Formation. Today is the last question from the New City Catechism. Question 52. What hope does everlasting life hold for us? And here's that answer. It reminds us that this present fallen world is not all there is. Soon we will live with and enjoy God forever in the new city, in the new heaven and the new earth, where we will be fully and forever freed from all sin and will inhabit renewed resurrection bodies in a renewed, restored creation. The scripture passage that goes along with the question and answer for today is Revelation 21, 1-4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. What hope does everlasting life hold for us? Hope that this world is not all there is and that it can't stay this way. This is especially relevant in times where we are hyper aware of injustice, where we are aware of unrest, of turmoil, of things feeling out of control, feeling like, what is going on? Are we going to be okay? Are are others going to be okay? Will the wrongs be made right? And the promise of everlasting life because of Christ answers yes. There's no injustice that goes unnoticed. Jesus is not just ruling and reigning and watching and unable to do anything about this. Oh, he will. He doesn't miss a thing. It doesn't need to be caught on camera for Jesus to see and for Jesus to know. And he is coming. We don't know when, but we need to be ready. We need to be looking to him. He is coming and he will right every wrong and he will judge sin. And he will gather his people to be with him forever. And he will, according to his word, wipe away every tear. There will be no more sorrow, no more suffering, no more loss. This is a precious, precious truth. Things cannot remain the way that they are. And that's not just a statement about here and now. Yes, we want things to be in some sense of normal, but even the normal we must feel is not right. And we must work for things to be right, even while we wait for Jesus to come. We'll never be able to fix it all, but he's the one who in a moment will. That's not an excuse for us to sit around and do nothing while we wait. He's given us plenty of instruction about what we are to do while we wait. And so we must pursue justice. We must pursue righteousness. We must keep on trusting Jesus, loving God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. 
This world is not all there is, and it is soon that we will be with God and with all his people, that we will enjoy a life with no sorrow, no sadness, only doing what is right and only experiencing the blessing of God and the beauty of relationships with others in that new heaven and new earth that will never pass away. Oh, this is good news. And this is the culmination of God's plan that his people, though we deserve his wrath, we will be with him and all his people forever and ever and ever. That is good news. Let us thank God for it now and forever. Eternal God, we eagerly await the fullness of your kingdom. We long for every tear to be dried. We groan for the day when we no longer struggle against the flesh. Let the sure hope of everlasting life give us courage to face the trials of this life. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus.